Oh, merciful God, thank you for bringing us back here to worship you and to listen to your word. Please guide my lips and tongues and also help us to have open hearts and open ears so that we can hear what you want us to hear and to do. Thank you, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't you take a moment and greet one another? Let's turn your uh, head, your neighborhood, and say, I'm so glad you are here. I'm so glad you are here. I'm so glad you're here. I think one of the cool things about being part of a faith community is that we have people that care about us. And we have people who take the time to pray for us. And we have people who pray for us when we are down, when we are sick, and when we are attracted by evil forces, and when we go through the tough seasons in our lives. As a pastor, people always ask me to pray for them. And I love doing this. Why people ask for prayers from each other? Why do Christians pray for people that they do not know? This is because we, as Christians, believe in the power of prayer. The power to heal the sick, the power to heal as to save the sinners, and the power to bring someone back to God. The scripture lesson from Joshua well illustrates the power of a prayer. Joshua was chosen by God to lead the people of Israel after Moses. God told Joshua to cross the Jordan with all the people and to take possession of the promised land. Upon crossing the Jordan, Jericho was the first city to Canaan, the promised land. To enter into the promised land, the Israelite had to conquer the city. But the city of Jericho was an impregnable fortress because it was surrounded by high walls. The gates had been locked up to keep the Israelites out. The wall serves as solid protection against attacks. Long story short, the city of Jericho fell and the Israelites finally entered into the promised land. How in the world were the Israelites able to take over an impregnable fortress? Did the Israelites have to fight against the people in Jericho? Did they have to shed a lot of blood to get into the promised land? No. Then how? 
God had given Joshua very specific instructions on what to do to cause the walls of Jericho collapse. And then they followed them accordingly. The instruction were as follows. You shall march around the city, all the warriors circling the city once. Thus you shall do for six days, with seven priests bearing seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. On the seventh day, you shall march around the city 70 times, I'm sorry, seven times, the priests blowing the trumpets. When they make a long blast with the ram's horn, as soon as you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city will fall down flat, and all the people shall charge straight ahead. These instructions probably sounded odd to the Israelites, and even to Joshua himself, since he was a warrior. The people of Jericho probably were also confused when they saw the Israelites just marching around the city of Jericho instead of attacking them. When Joshua and the Israelites were up against may have seemed impossible to overcome. But they followed God anyway with a full trust and hope in, in his promise and faithfulness that God would indeed fight for them and then grant them the land that God promised. When all Israelites faithfully performed the orders received according to the Lord's promise, the walls of Jericho fell in an amazing victory for the Israelites by the power of God. I believe that is the power of a prayer. This biblical story reminds us how crucial it is to lean on God and put our trust in God. Through prayer, we can fully lean on God. Through prayer, God let us know whom we can lean on to the almighty and the supernatural being who cares for all of his creation, as well as for us, his beloved children, and who would collapse every wall of Jericho in our lives today. For the Israelites, the marching was a secret, secret powerful weapon to defeat the impregnable fortress. For us, Praying is a secret powerful weapon to defeat any kinds of things that put us down or put us away from God. To march for six days without a, a, a military strategy to defeat the city of Jericho would have been hard for the Israelites. We do not know exactly what they were thinking while marching. But what we know about them is that they did not stop marching, but continue to do so with their faith and in trusting God, because they knew that without God's power, 
the words of Jericho never would have fallen. Likewise, we have to believe in God and God's power. We have to admit to ourselves that we are not entirely self-sufficient. We truly need God. We need God. We need God to win our battles, to empower us to love others, to overcome obstacles, and to make a lasting impact in the world. We need God in our friendship, our careers, our marriages, and our families. We need God. We need to pray. We need to pray to God for help, for guidance, for courage, and for faith, because we are weak, but our Lord is strong and mighty. Then how should we pray? Firstly, the Bible teaches us that we should pray in all circumstances without ceasing. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 through 18, the Apostle Paul says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Most of the time, we tend to think that prayer is something that we need only when we face something difficult in our lives. But that is not true. Actually, prayer is one of the essential practices of Christians. John Wesley, the founder of the Methodism, saw prayer as a means of grace, as the breath of our spiritual life. It means that through prayers, we receive God's grace. And we receive God's power that sustains our lives and transforms our lives. So we need to pray every day and in all circumstances. Secondly, the Bible teaches us that we should pray with one another and for one another. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 19 to 20, Jesus says that, again, Truly I tell you that if two of you owners agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. In the letter of James, the Bible teaches the importance of prayer, especially the intercession prayer. It says, are any among you suffering? They should pray. Are any cheerful? They should sing songs of praise. Are any among you sick? They should call for the elders of the church and have them pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise them up and anyone who has committed sins will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous is powerful 
and effective. Praying alone is powerful. But when we do pray together for one another, it brings more power, as the scripture tells us. That's why God called all Israelites, like warriors and priests, to march together and pray together for the fall of Jericho. When they did it together with open hearts and open minds, Jericho fell by the power of God. Here in Hillsdale UMC, we do pray with one another and for one another because we believe in the power of prayer. The Prayer Show ministry team meets once a month and they knit together and they pray over the shows that they make and they pray for those who will receiving the shows. Usually they are for the homebound babies and the sick. Our UMW circle prays for each other and pray for their families and friends and pray for someone who needs prayer. And that their prayers not only have empowered someone sick or someone who needs prayer to rise up, but also increase their faith and the trust in God. On Easter Sunday, we heard the inspiring story of Mike, Amy Villegas' son, who got into a motorcycle accident and went in coma, but how God saved his life. And this morning, we heard another miracle story of Terry's friends, Natalie, who was invited for cancer, but now she's cancer-free. Believe the power of prayer. God is with us. God brings his power through our prayers. And every Tuesday at 10 a.m., we do pray or walk together. Actually, I started the prayer walk based on today's scripture lesson from the book of Joshua. God inspired me to pray with one another for everyone, not only our church friends and family, but also for our neighbors and our community that we do not know. Because we all need God, because we all need God's help to get through this tough season. So church, let's pray together. If you can, I strongly encourage you to join us for the prayer walk. If you are not able to join us physically, then join us spiritually and join us online. Again, praying alone also powerful, but when we pray together, it brings more power. So let's pray together for each one of us and for our community and for our family and friends and for this world. We all need God. We all need God's power. And only through our prayers 
we can get through this tough season. Let us pray. Almighty God, who hear our prayers, we need you find we need you to find our purpose in life. We need you to have hope and to survive in this uncertain world. With your spirit, renew us and help us to trust in you and give us your power to pray for ourselves and for our friends and families and for one another so that we can bring your power to the world and let the world know, know Christ by our prayers. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.